Listen to this. I've been, uh, I read that the U.S. military has been tracking a mysterious balloon that just flew over Hawaii. Is it me or does mystery balloon over Hawaii sound like a breakfast special at Denny's? Ah, uh, yes, and that's before the Writers Guild goes on strike. I think we can all stop watching late night TV. Yeah, I was uh, reading a story this morning. Uh, happy Tuesday to you, by the way, and uh, and welcome. We remain at 888-630-9625. That's an absolutely toll-free telephone number. And I was uh, reading about the, the terrible news for the news media because nobody trusts the news media, nobody likes the news media, nobody likes the, the industry as a whole, nobody likes the companies, nobody likes the individuals that work for the companies. Nobody likes the people that filled the room at the White House Correspondents' Dinner the other night because, well, the general sense is that they're a bunch of liars who lie on behalf of the crazy, transgender, murderous, looting, arsonist left. And they don't like America or normal. Gosh, they don't like normal, do they? They don't like normal people. They don't like normal places. They don't like normal things. They're filled with contempt. The abnormal people have unionized. They've organized. And they're on a jihad. But I do love the Associated Press NORC poll Americans fault news media for dividing nation because in spite of them, you know, we, the American people, are wise. We're naturally wise and we're, we're individually wise and we're collectively wise. That's why the Democrats have sunk their teeth into the children down to kindergarten now, first, second, and third grade. Got to get that queer gender curricula in there. Boy, oh boy. Yeah, but the Associated Press story says that uh, we, the vast majority of Americans, believe that it is the news media polarizing our politics, uh, detrimental impact on our democracy, on democracy, on our republic, and the polarization of the United States. That's right, we blame the news media because we are smart in spite of the news media lying to us all the time and the Democrats, but I repeat myself. And I was uh, reading the story that the Associated Press put up. They quote 53-year-old Barbara Jordan, not a, a Democrat member of Congress. The news riles people up, she said. She's a Democrat from Hutchinson, Kansas said she now does her news gathering online. She does research online instead of watching the television news. She said, you're better off Googling something and learning about it. I trust the Internet more than I do TV. And uh, that's quite a condemnation. Honestly, it is. The breakdown in trust may prompt many Americans to reject the mainstream news media. Uh, Can you believe how out of touch these people are? That's already happened, right? And you're so far behind, you're so ignorant, you're so incapable of paying attention that you're unaware of the fact that the vast majority of Americans uh, left you behind long ago. CNN, which is as, you know, as bad as it gets, it's, it's uh, pretty typical. There's worse, I guess. Maybe MSDNC is worse. But These I don't organizations know. need to hold tight and hold on to the truth and stick to the facts. Yeah. Because you remember what Mika said about uh, the news media and what their role is in, uh, in the United States of America. It's, you know, it's not to report the facts and tell the truth. He could have undermined the messaging so much that he can actually control right. uh, exactly what people think. And that is, the, that is our you, job. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that is our job to control what people think on behalf of the international left. 
the, the Gulf Stream Guevaras of Davos, the limousine liberals of Manhattan. Well, while a slim majority of Americans say they have some degree of confidence in the news media's ability to report the news fully and fairly, only 16% say they are very confident. I like to refer to the American people as we rather than they, but I don't see it as a me versus them thing. The news media does. That's why they use that language. You know, news reporters on television and beyond never refer to the American people in polls or in any circumstance as us or we. Those are not preferred pronouns. You know, it's they and them. That, that's, uh, that's telling right there. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. 45% say they have little or no confidence at all. And uh, that's the brand new AP Associated Press poll. Whereas uh, last year, the Gallup poll, uh, their findings were even worse. 16% of Americans have a great deal or quite a bit of confidence in newspapers, and 11% had some degree of confidence in television news. That means 89% have no confidence in television news. You'd think that television news would get together and have uh, maybe a conference call or something. Maybe uh, the people at CNN could meet in a boardroom and Chris Licht, the ironically named Chris Licht, could uh, have who who they they put in charge of CNN saying oh he's going to bring news back to CNN and then he hired uh, who uh, <laughs> Bill Maher Gail King yeah uh, yeah yeah Bill Maher right and Gail King for twelve million dollars a year um, and uh, Charles Barkley I like Charles Barkley but it's not journalism you know he's not he wouldn't tell you he's a journalist I think he's a lot of fun he'd be fun to hang out with but that's not the point. They're supposed to be a news organization. Their middle name is News. And this Chris Licht guy comes from Stephen Colbert and The Daily Show and Joe Scarborough. So he's the guy you want to put in charge of your news organization, right? How pathetic. How sad. Uh, speaking of pathetic and sad, Chelsea Clinton is in the news today. And uh, you know you know how the Democrat Party loves LGBTQ stuff for children. They love... And especially the T. They love transgender children. This is one of their things. Leave the children alone. And I you mean like Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> I like to be close to the children. Just uh, amazing stuff. Chelsea Clinton has a Twitter account. And, and this is unintentionally funny. Chelsea Clinton tweeted yesterday. She tweeted this with a photograph of, and she linked to an NBC News story uh, of a person sitting there, it looks like an adult person, with a book opened, and the book is called Queer, it's Gender Queer. Gender Queer is the name of the book. It is a graphic book, meaning it has cartoon-like pages where they show all kinds of nastiness that you wouldn't want in grammar schools, but the Democrats do. So NBC News has a story, over half of 2022's most challenged books have LGBTQ themes. They're being challenged because you're putting them in grammar schools. Leave the children alone. Pedophile predators that you are. And Chelsea Clinton uh, tweeted out a uh, link to the NBC News story, and, and it gets funny uh, in just a moment. She, uh, she typed Chelsea Clinton, now, her father, of course, was having sex with the interns at the White House, but, you know, pay no attention to that. 
She wrote, over 50% of the attempted book bans. They're not really book bans. You're just keeping them out of children's libraries, child sex predators. Over 50% of the attempted book bans last year involved books with LGBTQ plus characters and themes. Yeah, in grammar schools. They always leave out the grammar school part. Now, they're not being banned anywhere except, uh, you know, some parents are saying, I don't think this is what I want my children at the uh, age of eight to be uh, finding in their school libraries. And the Democrats shout you down and call you names, right, because they're coming for the children, you know, like the, like the five-year-old thing. Books, she wrote, are a vital way that children and adolescents and adults learn about themselves and our world. Bans such as these are nothing but harmful. And then she links to the NBC News story uh, with over half of 2022's most challenged books have LGBTQ themes. She added the plus because you never know uh, with the Democrats. The American Library Association last year saw the highest number of attempted book bans since the association began taking attempts um, in uh, in their uh, their numbers. Now, the funny thing is that Chelsea Clinton tweeted out a link to this NBC story, and Twitter added a warning at the bottom. Readers added context they thought might uh, people might want to know, and here's the note. Gender queer, in quotation marks, the book pictured in the NBC story. The book shown in the photo features sexually explicit material. This book contains visual depictions of oral sex, masturbation, and adult sexual contact with a minor. See, now that's what it's about. And, and you know, but in schools, this is what Democrats are feeding the children. We're going to call them maps, no. minor attracted persons. No. So don't judge people just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. That's right. Don't judge people just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. And don't ban a book, Nazi fascist, just because it's full of graphic depictions of man-on-boy oral sex. Now, this is what Chelsea Clinton is advocating and uh, kind of ironic, given her father's, uh, you know, relationship with Monica Lewinsky. I did not have sex with that woman, Monica Lewinsky. And, um, you know, this is your Democrat Party. This is, this is demented stuff. This is unwell. They're sick. And Chelsea Clinton, NBC News, again, how dare you ban books? It's just in, 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 how about for kindergarten? Right? We'll, we'll introduce them to the man-on-boy oral sex graphic depictions in first grade. Can we, can we hold off till then? And they scream at you, no. In Florida, they say the don't say gay bill in school was actually about kindergarten, first, second, and third grade. And then we've got teachers saying, don't call them child molesters or pedophiles. Call them minor attracted persons, or they love acronyms, MAPS. And don't be critical of them just because the adult men want to have sex with five-year-olds. That's where the Democrat Party has taken us today. Right? They are not well. Let's go to, uh, you know, and also I went to uh, Al Gore's amazing internet since I'm at work and not at home. I wouldn't even do this at home. 
I, uh, I, I searched for genderqueer graphic novel. And, of course, they won't show you the depictions. There is one, there is one frame here that shows uh, one page from the book, and it's uh, got blackout uh, boxes over the, uh, the naughty parts. But this is what the Democrat Party is advocating. Right? And Chelsea Clinton, no sense of irony. Boy, oh boy. Uh, I've also got the racists at uh, Barack Obama's alma mater, Columbia University. They've got something, you know, graduation is coming soon. And uh, they've got a racist plan. Segregation is back in vogue. You know, the Democrats were the party of segregation. And they continue to be the party of racial segregation. You remember Joe Biden said he didn't want his kids going to school in a racial jungle. Now he's president of the United States, and he's a Democrat. Man, oh, man. All right, but uh, I'm going to share that with you in just a sec as well. So what is it about us human beings? We just love things that raise our blood pressure, don't we? You know, news, politics, talk radio, not including this show, of course. Bratwurst, pizza, commuting in the morning. How about one thing every day, just a 30-second break that cuts the other way? You know, a way to take control of your health and help lower your blood pressure. Well, meet 120 Life. Got it in my refrigerator at home right now. This natural juice drink made of pomegranates, ter- cherries, cranberries can help lower your blood pressure without any nasty side effects. It's not a pharmaceutical. It also has beetroot and magnesium. Look up these ingredients. They're all good for your blood pressure. Just one 8-ounce bottle a day can do it, too. And with their risk-free Risk-free, money-back guarantee, even the thought of trying it won't stress you out. So go to 120life.com on Al Gore's amazing internet. That's 120life.com and order their two-week trial pack. When you use the code CHRIS, because you're hanging out with me, you're going to get 15% off. 120 Life is more than just a juice drink. It's a way to take control of your health and your blood pressure in a world that can sometimes feel a little overwhelming, am I right? We need more stuff like this on planet Earth. These statements and products have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or condition. Yeah. Democrats, what is it with them and sex and children? And uh, man on boy. You notice it's mostly not women on little girl. Have you noticed that? It's men on boy. What's up with that? And the Democrats are advocates now for minor attracted persons. Don't be critical of them just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. I like to be close to the children. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear, around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Now the NBC News. Oh, 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 first of all, we got a we got a great uh, tweet from Bernadette. Bernadette from Bernadette, who says, "Well, is Chelsea Clinton gonna read this gender queer book to Webb Hubble's grandchild?" <laughs> to Webb Hubble's grandchild. Did you uh, see? I saw something uh, last night that an organization is claiming that 30% of paternity in the United States um, is uh, not only in question, but wrong, illegitimate. That 30%, that's, uh, I haven't investigated that, but yeah, Bernadette uh, with a funny one, though. Because, you know, everybody knows that Chelsea Clinton is not Bill Clinton's daughter. It's actually Webb Hubble's daughter. She's the spitting image, which is not a good thing, of Webb Hubble, um, who went to jail for the Clintons, by the way. Because they do that. But the NBC News story, the NBC News story, um, they have, you know, over half of 2022's most challenged books have LGBTQ themes. And they have the, they have the author of the, uh, this gender queer book in a previous interview with NBC News, Kobabi. His name is uh, Kobabi. Kobabi. Acknowledged that parts of their memoir, meaning his, but, the, but because the Democrats are insane and don't know what words mean. And, hey, can they use the HOV lanes? I still don't have an answer to that. That their memoir, meaning his memoir, may not be appropriate for elementary school children. However, NBC News wants to quickly add, the author said the book's straightforward accounts could be used to show readers an experience growing up outside of the cisgender and heterosexual norms. Yeah, growing up being uh, molested by grown men. Yeah, let's uh, let's make that normal because that's what the Democrats are doing. So even he says it's inappropriate. The assault on the Supreme Court by the Democrat Party continues unabated. They, um, they're they not on our side. They're not really what I would describe as Americans. Uh, MSDNC is part of the, the scrum. Today, uh, and I want to get into this in a little bit, today is the one-year anniversary of a Democrat woman clerking at the Supreme Court leaking the, uh, the opinion, the draft of the opinion and the overturning Roe v. Wade, the Dobbs case. And uh, somehow that person has still not been revealed. One year ago today, leaked to Politico, reporter Josh Gerstein, who won an award at the White House Correspondents' Dinner night before last or uh, on Saturday night, uh, for that reporting, for that story. And I saw Josh Gerstein there, and I talked to Josh Gerstein. And uh, he worked at CNN for a period of time when I was at CNN. And Josh Gerstein was given an award by the White House Correspondents Association for getting that leak. Now, you don't really do anything to get a leak. Somebody comes to you. Um, but it you know, it caused all kinds of mayhem and chaos and led to 
a uh, would-be assassin being arrested outside of the home of Brett Kavanaugh, another mentally ill Democrat with a gun, uh, you know, like uh, Lee Harvey Oswald and James Earl Ray, uh, Democrats all. Boy, John Hinckley, you know, it's, uh, you got you know, a lot of Democrats with guns. I've been saying for years, Democrats, really, if you're a registered Democrat, you should be on a registry and should not be allowed to purchase firearm. That should be a red flag. Talk about a red flag law. Actually, when you go through the FBI, the NICS background check when you're applying to uh, purchase a firearm, it should red flag you for being a registered Democrat and say, oh, I'm sorry, sorry, you're prohibited from buying a firearm. You're a Democrat. And as we know, Democrats do the overwhelming, overwhelming majority of shootings in this country. So it's time that we, you want to cut back on shootings? Uh, Confiscate all registered Democrats' firearms and don't allow them to buy new ones. For God's sake. Yeah, so we got that going. And I, I do want to, I already just talked about it, but I want to talk about it more because today is the anniversary of the leak. I see, I just, from a distance, I don't have any inside uh, skinny on this. It is a woman who is a clerk at the Supreme Court, I believe, for Sonia Sotomayor, because I believe she probably has the most radical and extremist clerks on the court. And I believe that the woman who leaked it um, and uh, disgraced herself needs to be disbarred and never allowed to practice law. She'll have to get a job at CNN as an anchor woman and be a radical over there. Uh, but but why have we not uncovered? And I, I want to get because Justice Samuel Alito, in an interview with the Wall Street Journal the other day, said he believes he knows who it is. He believes he knows who it is. And I bet he does. I bet he's right. You know, if I were there, I'd be able to tell by the look in her eyes. Honestly, I'm psychic that way. I, I think I could go into the, into the court and, uh, and bring, it's just, I think there are only 12 because each justice gets four clerks for the year, right? And there are three left-wing radicals on the Supreme Court. And uh, so that's 12 clerks. How many of them are women? Separate them out, move them into a room sit him down there, and uh, I'd walk into the room and um, waterboard them. And, uh, and only for a few minutes, just each. And uh, and I'd uh, find out who did it. <laughs> I think I could find out even without waterboarding, I think. All right. Now, I've, uh, I did kind of digress into the, uh, the story about that. Uh, and I didn't want to talk about the racists at uh, Barack Obama's alma mater, Columbia University. He went to undergrad there, and then he went to Harvard Law School because that's where you really turn into an idiot, where you really come out wrong about everything, hanging with Jeffrey Epstein and all that good stuff. But uh, Columbia University, because, boy, they're racist. Oh, before I get to that, uh, because we're still talking about Democrats molesting children and how they, let's not be critical of someone just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old and recommending uh, gender queer man on boy graphic novels for grammar school, even though the author who goes by they, them, their, whatever, where are you? It's uh, you should go by where. <laughs> no, my pronouns are where and what. <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> there, there. Um, but the uh, Roman Plansky is a, uh, a film director. He made Chinatown. I like Chinatown. It's a good movie. Um, But he sexually assaulted, and I mean really, really sexually assaulted, a 13-year-old girl 
um, you know, like 45, 50 years ago. She was um, Roman Plansky went to her parents and said, you know, convinced them that he might use her in a film. And then he uh, 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 sneaked her away, stealed her away from the parents, fed, brought her to Jack Nicholson's house, put her in the hot tub, gave her quaaludes and champagne, uh, and then uh, forcibly violated her in every imaginable way. And that is, um, I think, pretty much true, at least in as much as I can imagine. Maybe Bill Clinton But disgraced film director Roman Plansky, he's on the lam in France because he was convicted of child rape in California, so he fled the country. That's why he wanted bail, you know. Well, I can flee the country. And France is like, "Ah, raping 13-year-old girls with quaaludes and champagne? We do that all the time. You know, we're French. Uh Uh-huh-huh. That's that's their response typically is, "Uh uh-huh-huh. But uh, disgraced film director, you remember when uh, he had, what was that movie, The Piano or something? The Pianist. The Pianist. And that, really? Because that sounds a little. But um, they had, he he won an Oscar for that from France. He couldn't come to receive it because he's a wanted fugitive criminal because of the child rape many years ago. He got a standing ovation from the Los Angeles crowd, which you remember, Michael, was led by Harvey Swinstein who is also a Democrat, Clinton-Obama friend, serial, sexual predator, rapist, criminal. I think he's spending the rest of his life in prison, right? But everybody knew what was going on forever. They just didn't say anything about it. And he led the standing ovation. Meryl Streep stood up uh, when Harvey Swinstein stood up to join the standing O at the Oscars for Roman Polanski. The Oscar. Harrison Ford. Goes to Roman Polanski for the pianist. It's a pianist. Yeah. What kind of pianist was it? There it is. Uh, Harvey Swinstein leading the way, Meryl Streep standing and ovating. She was ovating too. Really, at her age? Yeah, she was ovating. The Academy congratulates Roman Polanski. Couldn't be here. And accepts this award on his behalf. He's a fugitive because of that child rape. That's uh, the thing. They should have said that, too. That's, uh... Yeah, disgraced film director Roman Polanski is seen smiling in a photo with Samantha Geimer more than 45 years after he drugged and raped her when she was just 13. A grinning Grimer, now 60 years old draped her left arm around the gray-haired director in what is believed to be their first reunion reunion, since the Chinatown filmmaker abused her in 1977. Polanski was 43 years old at the time. It's unclear exactly when the snapshot was taken, but the uh, forgiving victim shared the image to her private Instagram account, so much for private, just after the publication of her interview with Frances Lapointe magazine, in which she insisted the 89-year-old had um, paid his debt to society. And here's the picture. And they're smiling. And uh, here's a picture of his 13-year-old. And that's uh, what you call jailbait. Or, in this case, France bait. I think France uh, bait. French chateau bait. Your Democrat party. There they are. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. That's your uh, just uh, 
Just amazing stuff. Oh, yeah, Jeffrey Epstein and then all the Democrats uh, continuing on a theme. You know, the Jeffrey Epstein thing blew up again yesterday. Too much to get to yesterday. Can't get to all of it. Behind closed doors inside Jeffrey Epstein's newly released private calendar, including shock meeting with Professor Noam Chomsky. That's not shocking to me. He's a radical left-wing communist who has been propagandizing generations uh, on college campuses with his books and his in-person classes and instruction. Jeffrey Epstein met with Professor Noam Chomsky after registering as a sex offender, bombshell documents have revealed. That's not really the biggest uh, bombshell here. The current CIA director under Barack, uh, excuse me, I keep doing that, under Joe Biden, who's really president, uh, is uh, the current CIA director who had been a Democrat Party official because he's not really an intelligence person. They just put communists in the slot over at CIA so they can lie about um, things all over the place, run information operations against the American people on the lead up to Election Day. The disgraced financier also met with top officials, including the current CIA director, William Burns, according to his schedule. It's right there on his schedule. Hey, I'm meeting with the convicted uh, uh, child rapist, serial child rapist, and friend of all Democrats. The uh, linguist, 94, Noam Chomsky, total commie, 94 years old. Boy, oh boy. That's amazing. Revealed that the pair discussed politics, academia, during their meeting. Sure, uh, anything else going on there? Maybe passing around a jar of peanut butter or anything like that? Just, uh, just amazing. And the CIA director, but when Democrats are in charge, none of this is a problem. Jeffrey Epstein reportedly arranged meetings with uh, William Burns, the CIA director, under uh, Joe Biden in 2014, while he was Deputy Secretary of State. Let's see, in 2014... That's during the Obama-Biden administration. He's meeting with the, the child rapist with the airplane and the private island and the, you know, it's okay. CIA spokeswoman Tammy Kupperman Thorpe told the Wall Street Journal that Burns remembers being introduced to Epstein by a mutual friend. Now, I've got to say Tammy Kupperman Thorpe is a friend of mine, and I've known her for many years, and uh, and I like her very much, and she's the spokesperson now, spokeswoman, the spokesmodel at the CIA. She was Tammy Kupperman most of the time that I knew her. Uh, she was the NBC producer, NBC News producer at the Pentagon when I was with CNN at the Pentagon. And she married another friend of mine, Frank Thorpe, who was a naval officer and retired as a one-star, I believe. And she left NBC News to go to the CIA to become the spokesperson at the CIA. Tammy Kupperman Thorpe now. Frank Thorpe, friend of mine. Tammy Kupperman, friend of mine. It's a small town. It's like Mayberry with an attitude. Crazy man, crazy. So, But that's okay because when you're a Democrat and uh, Jeffrey Epstein, ah, come on, they all do it. And the, where's the news media coverage on this? The Washington Post doesn't care. The New York Times doesn't care. CNN doesn't care. Chris Licht doesn't care. The view doesn't care. They, um, this is, you know, and he's the CIA director. Like all those liars that lied to the American people on that lion document with the felonious 51. Just, uh, just amazing. You do it. You know you do it. We all do it. We love to do it. You do it. No, I don't. You want to do it. 
I do it. I love to do it. I just did it and I'm ready to do it again. Don't tell me you don't do it. <laughs> yep, that's uh this is and, and and have you noticed that it's always Democrats, it's all Democrats. Always Democrats all the time. And if again it's like January sixth, if they found one Republican involved in anything like this, that would become the biggest story for a year. That's corruption. That's what corruption is all about. Speaking of corruption and racist Democrats, not only are they, you know, and the Democrat Party kept women from getting the vote, prevented the 19th Amendment from being passed for about 20 years. They were still shaken off the dust from losing slaves and the Civil War, the Democrat Party was, when uh, the Republicans started pushing, you know, women really ought to be voting. And the Democrats went on a jihad to prevent women from getting the vote. And they were successful for about 20 years in keeping women from getting the vote. You know, but information dominance allows them to rewrite the script on that, just like, you know, their history of slavery and Jim Crow and the KKK. But let's get to Columbia University. I want to share this with you. Columbia University to host special graduations based on race and sexual orientation. I've got that coming right up. I have to make a correction. I made a I made a slight uh, slighter. It's true that the CIA spokeswoman Tammy Kupperman was the NBC News producer at the Pentagon when I was at the Pentagon, and I said she went from NBC News to the CIA. Um, that is uh, not quite right. She actually left NBC News and went to CNN for a little while, uh, and um, for some period of time, I don't know how long, and then she went to the CIA. But nevertheless, she's, uh, she's an old friend of mine. Even though we were competitors at the Pentagon, we were friendly competitors, and her husband, Frank Thorpe, a now-retired uh, Navy one-star, um, a friend also, and a great guy, and Frank Thorpe's son, because it's a small town, you may see uh, reporting for NBC News on Capitol Hill as well because it's Mayberry with an attitude. All right, now back to Columbia University. I don't like to have, uh, you know, it was a slight error, but I needed to correct it. Columbia University to host special graduations based on students' race and sexual orientation. The ceremonies include an LGBTQIA... How many ceremonies is that? Latinx... Black and Native graduation ceremonies. Native New Yorkers? Or uh, what is it? The school is one of many to offer separate or supplemental graduation celebrations offered on the basis of identity. Identity. This is campus, the great people at campus reform. And Amanda Mayer writing the story. She's great. She's a senior at Louisiana. Uh, and uh, she's a campus correspondent, Amanda Mayer, class of 24. Columbia University had to so, uh, set to host a wide variety of supplemental graduation ceremonies based on a student's racial identity and sexual orientation. Lavender, they have the Lavender graduation for the LGBTQIA. Can anybody even tell us what the, the last ones are? Asian, Asian, separate Asian, those are the people with uh, the all graduate. Everybody graduates with honors at the Asian graduation. It's kind of embarrassing, really. 
first generation and or low income community. This is segregation, by the way. Black, Latinx, native, you know how Joe Biden says Latinx. Joe Biden is not the smartest man in the world. Native and multicultural graduation ceremonies make the list of segregated ceremonies. Just amazing. And they spell it L-A-T-I-N-X, which in English would be pronounced Latinx. I was watching Malcolm X, the movie, the other day. Uh, you know, uh, actually, my best girl was, and, and I was there. And uh, Malcolm, and I went, hey, Malcolm the 10th. I walked in, I'm hey, Malcolm the 10th is on. You know, uh, Denzel, good stuff. Uh, Joe Biden. Latinx. <laughs> he pronounces it Latinx because they're not only an ethnic group, they're also a bathroom tissue. And uh, so that's it, because the Democrat Party is the party of racial segregation. Joe Biden is the president that said he didn't want his children going to school in a racial jungle in Delaware when uh, the uh, Democrats finally were forced to integrate the schools racially. Uh, And even Corn Pop, he was afraid Corn Pop might be going to school with his kids or or something like that. So that's Columbia University. I, I have a, uh, they're racists. They're segregationists. Segregation is not enlightened. This is not progressive. This is regressive. And, um, and they believe they're enlightened for being segregationists. This is a mental illness. This is the opposite of progress. And they're the party of Woodrow Wilson and Nathan Bedford Forrest and Jim Crow, of course. I've got an update for you on the after-school Satan clubs. You know, the Democrats run after-school Satan clubs for the kids. Uh, it was taken to court. I have an update coming right up. Latinx. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra five to ten. What if I give you 15 to 20? You pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B L E A V on YouTube or wherever you listen.